welcome to a very special edition of the Atomic Kingdom podcast, uh, the trailer parking edition. We did this once before, Matt and myself, we took an hour-long, in-depth look at the Batman vs. Superman trailer when it first came out, and uh, now we're going to do the same with The Force Awakens, third and final trailer with a very special guest, uh, Amelia, from the the week, the Geekly Planet and the Marvel Report. Woohoo! Hello! <laughs> uh, something we like to do uh, for new people on the show is for them to give their geek cred. If anybody listening doesn't know your geek cred, what uh, is my take a while? <laughs> what, 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 what do you geek out about? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, big Batman fan. Um, big Marvel, big DC fan, big Marvel fan, just like comic books, uh, Star Wars, um, there's a really long list. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's your, what's your favorite Marvel character? Uh, that's mean. <laughs> uh, um, in no particular order, Agent Carter, uh, Steve Rogers, uh, Bucky, and, uh, Black Widow. Alright. No order. No order. Have- of course, of course. <laughs> and you're you're kind of a, a, a big cosplayer too, right? Uh, I, I like not as big as some people, but yeah, I enjoy it. What's been your favorite so far? Um, I really love doing Black Widow. Um and I really love doing Princess Mana, both for different reasons. Um <laughs> but they're both really fun cosplays to do. Cool. And then what's the newest one you're gonna do? You announced it that you're gonna do for uh, for the the Star Wars big release, uh, Mara Jade is going to be making her debut there, even though she doesn't technically exist in their universe anymore. But whatever. Oh, um, she do. she exists to all of us Star Wars fans. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we have just under an hour to talk about this three minute trailer, two and a half minute trailer. <laughs> um, last time we kind of I just I played it and then we talked about each scene as we went along um, I don't know if you guys have access to it but if not that's okay I'm sure uh, you've watched it a million times as well oh I've got it up it's good <laughs> all right so <clears throat> basically well before we do that let's talk about what we do know about the movie uh, the classic characters are back Han solo Princess Leia Luke Skywalker question mark uh we know he's there but we've only heard his voice and seen a gold hand so there's some there's some questions there as to what capacity we know chewbacca is going to be back r2d2 c3po and even admiral akbar is back so um is that yep. Ad, is admiral as high as you can go because i think you would get no a- you can isn't isn't admiral below general oh. no 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 okay and i'm wrong <laughs> So, okay, yeah, you think he might get promoted after that attack, but I guess not. Uh, We do know it's about 30 years after Return of the Jedi, and that we have a few new characters in Finn, played by John Boyega, Rey, played by Daisy Ridley, and Oscar Isaac as uh, Poe Dameron. And if you've been reading the, the Marvel comics, his parents actually are making an appearance in the Shattered Empire series right now, uh, which is kind of cool. Or maybe his parents. The, somebody with the last name of Dameron is on in that comic book, is, is all I can say. Um, <clears throat> also making a big debut is the new Big Bad, uh, played by Adam Driver. His name is Kylo Ren, and he is a commander of the Knights of Ren. 
or a member of the Knights mm-hmm. of Ren, and he's a commander of the First Order. Um, I, I'm pretty psyched about the Knights of Ren. I don't know about you guys. Totally. And any anytime we introduce a new style of lightsaber, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Okay, so that's what we do know, and we do know that there's a desert planet called, uh, was it Jakku? I guess so. That's good enough for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not tattooing like everybody thought. It's it's Jakku, and then we get a, a nice rolly ball type droid called BB-8 following around uh, <coughs> Ray. Yeah. So, totally. yeah. Uh, one thing before before we detail, take it apart detail, this trailer had some of my favorite music. It had the music from the end of Empire Strikes Back in it. Is, is somebody dying? <laughs> I'm uh, back. All right, cool. I was being attacked by my cat. Oh, that'll happen. Yeah, it will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the music from the end of Return, I'm sorry, of Empire Strikes Back was in this, this trailer, and I thought that that was uh, especially emotional and charging for me. I don't know. I love that that song particularly. So, yeah, I guess that's that's just me. But, um, yeah, first impressions from the trailer before we pick it apart. Matt, what did you think after you saw it? Uh, I know you were getting all kinds of agitated watching a football game to get to see it. What was that? I Hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. I missed it. I was AFK for like two seconds. I'm being attacked by a wild animal. <laughs> is this some kind of cougar lion type situation or is it a small house cat? It's a small house cat who thinks he's a cougar slash lion at the moment. <laughs> uh, no, your your first impressions of the trailer. I, I mentioned you were being pretty agitated on Twitter, waiting for oh, watching a football yeah, game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like having to watch football. That was annoying. Um, <laughs> I posted it was like a halftime. I said roughly the time that would be. I know. Well, I I, I tuned in when there was only like two seconds, le- okay. whatever they had left, and they kept blowing whistles even though there was like a minute left it was crazy but no i liked it a lot i was impressed you know getting to hear um them i I liked that han solo was the one being like explaining that the jedi were real things and that um we got to hear kylo ren kind of talking to darth vader's mutilated helmet that was pretty cool and I loved that they had all these weird looking, like there was a castle looking. Th- I was like, man, this film just looks gorgeous and sounds gorgeous. The music is great. Everybody sounds really great. Um, I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Just beautiful looking, beautiful sounding. All right, Amelia, your first impression when you watched it? So, unlike Matt, I didn't really mind watching football. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm really nostalgia driven with films like this. Um, so, like like you had mentioned with the music, like the music started playing up, and like immediately my eyes got watery. Like it was like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> um, and then like the characters that you know we all grew up loving. Um, so so seeing Han and Leia and like their little moment and. Um, just having Han explaining all those things and like the you've seen all the memes going around today with like the non-believer being like no kid this is real (laughs) right being super serious yeah like this isn't this isn't a game um but I also love even being a nostalgia driven person I love that they're not relying on Luke Han and Leia to drive the movie they're you know they're focusing on Finn and they're focusing on Rey and you know 
I'm I'm a sucker for strong female characters, obviously. So like I'm super excited for Ray and Finn seems like really conflicted, which can either be fun or bad, depending on how they go with it. But you know, Marvel's done or Disney's done such great things for Marvel that I really have a lot of confidence going into this. So I'm really interested to see and really glad that they're, you know, focusing on those new characters and not just solely relying on, hey, you love these guys, come back to us. Uh, right. Yeah, in fact, it seems like they're kind of playing it down that these guys are back. Uh, you get the little moments like, you know, Han and Leia hugging there and then Han being very grim, uh, mm-hmm. very, very serious with these two new people, at least two. That's all we really saw on the Millennium Falcon. Um, but yeah, it looks uh, it looks great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't mind watching football going into it. I did mind watching a Giants Eagles game though. That's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty pretty sad that that's the game we had to watch. But okay, so I'm gonna hit play and first thing first thing you see is what I have to assume is Ray in a very cool hooded goggly mask thing with the light coming out on the side. Oh yeah, uh, just just cool looking. I. <laughs> Very, very cool design on this movie. I think we're 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 going mm-hmm. back to the original trilogy of very practical effects and very cool looking sets and costumes. Uh, I think it's gonna yep. be it's gonna be great. And then she does some there cool. They are rolling across the desert and stuff. Yep. Yeah, she does a cool little uh, rope slide down into some what it looks like a destroyed uh, starship. Mm-hmm. The, like the insides, like we see. Uh, yeah, then roaming around in the desert with BB-8. Um, <laughs> I liked the theories online that because of the poster placement, that BB-8 might actually be an evil droid. Uh, I I don't mm. I just don't see it because <laughs> there's too much marketing involved for kids for that to be a, a like a some kind of assassin droid. Oh yeah, totally. Plus, it's cool looking and practical and um yeah. And then the spaceship that takes off of this planet mm-hmm. in the shadows looks like the Serenity. I don't know if anybody else saw that. It just got just. I know it's not, but you know why not? Sure, just have it in the background. Um, <clears throat> the the particularly familiar Lucasfilm logo pops up. Are you guys at all afraid of seeing a Star Wars movie without the 20th Century Fox logo? Just it's going to be so weird not <laughs> hearing that, because that's what comes before a long time ago in a galaxy far away. <laughs> right. That's just what comes, not da 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 <laughs> Yeah, castle. Yeah. I think there's going to be no music, but I think there'll just be a castle in, in silence. Uh, I hope so, because sometimes <clears throat> they play When You Wish Upon a Star. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and then in the... Go ahead. that way with marble, so I don't know that we'll actually see the castle at all. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Oh, maybe not. Um, and then we we see Finn take off his star- stormtrooper helmet, which we've seen before, and then now we see kind of his backstory. I think is his X-wing crashing onto Jakku, uh, and a very cool looking X-wing with some red on it, and uh, yeah, lots of red in this film because that Tie Fighter has red on it. Yeah. Did you mean Tie Fighter? I meant Tie Fighter. Did I say X-wing? Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you I'm said a... X-wing. I'm like, yeah, the Tie Fighters have uh, red on them. It's pretty cool. It's been an exceedingly long day, and <laughs> at least I didn't say something from Star Trek. Um... <laughs> They're USS Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, whoops. I would uh, love it if the USS Enterprise was in this movie. I'm because saying R two D two was in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You just do like a most Eisley scene with a bunch of ships taking off, and there goes the Serenity. There goes, I don't know, 
you could do yeah that probably violates all kinds of ip (laughs) rights but whatever who cares um all right so then we get uh kylo ren standing on the uh, the bridge of a starship with some red light uh in the poster that we got the day uh the day before the trailer on sunday there is some kind of death star looking thing in the background that's an entire planet it's a planet yeah supposedly that's that star killer base they talked about okay that's yeah, right. They, they converted the power of the entire planet into a weapon, supposedly. So, like, the red thing. I think that's what we're seeing in this trailer here. That's pot. Yeah, probably. Because, uh, like you said, there's a lot of red, uh, which yeah. it's the color of the Sith. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not? Uh, and that's the point when you get to hear Kylo Ren's voice for the first time looking at the mangled, destroyed uh, mask helmet of Darth Vader that we all know yep. so well that... He seems to be uh, <clears throat> kind of worshiping. I say, I you know, he follows Darth yeah. Vader. Kylo Ren's face mask thingy, not as cool as Darth Vader's. I still think it's pretty cool. Uh, I might be alone, but I, I think <laughs> it's kind of plain looking. Well, the design of, of Vader's was more to keep him alive than to look cool. Yeah, that's true. Um, as we all know, if we've watched the original series... Yeah, not the original, the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Also, that's Luke's fa- Luke and Leia's father. If you didn't know. Oh yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to tell you all that. <laughs> um, and and Jedi's have midi chlorians in them. Guys, <clears throat> uh, it's entirely possible Jar Jar Binks is going to be in this movie. I'm telling you now, if Chewbacca is still alive, Jar Jar might still be alive. How long do those things live? I don't know. Aliens apparently live a very long time. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So then we get a cool scene of what looks like Poe Dameron being tortured by by Kylo Ren. Or we know he's captured. There's a scene when we see him being mm-hmm. taken in by a bunch of stormtroopers. So at one point, uh, what looks like a, a very crafty X-Wing pilot gets captured by the, the bad guys. And yeah, he looks like he's getting some work done to him um, by Kylo Ren. And then we get to see a planet or something be destroyed as he's being tortured. Mm -hmm. And then a cool scene of the Millennium Falcon being chased by TIE fighters. I said it right this time. Yeah. And then the the monologue from Mr. Harrison Ford not mumbling his words, by the way. Um, there's a Jedi. It's all true. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Relax. Uh, take it down a notch. Uh, so yeah, we get to see Han, Han Solo talk, like we were saying, very, very grim, very serious, uh, about how it, it was all true. Like, so I guess maybe 30 years later, they're wondering what's a Jedi or, you know, uh, you know, maybe they don't, they haven't seen one since Luke was supposedly the last one. Mm-hmm. And, well, and Leia, but who knows what happens there in 30 years. Good point. Um, so yeah, that's halfway through. Then we get the the, the Money Falcon going through hyperspace. hyperspace, and then a very rainy look at what I think is probably. Uh, oh, I'm trying to see. It looks like a bunch of dudes in masks, so it's got to be. I think the the Knights, Knights of, of Ren. Ren. Yeah, yeah. Either that or they're man- they're. It's hard to tell because one of the does. resolution. One does look an awful lot like a Mandalorian. <laughs> right, right. And they don't have lightsabers, so they're not Sith. Yeah, I think they're Mandalorian. Could it's, be. Like I said, it's really hard to tell, but 
if I kind of tilt my screen, they look <laughs> like they've got that. Well, no, you know, you tilt your. I'm looking at it kind of funny. So, but it does look like they got that T-bar face mask going on, Boba Fett style. So sure, but Kylo Ren's has that too. So mm, yeah, it's a little, true. A little interesting. Uh, anyway, um, and then we have a scene that they teased at a couple times on Sunday. We got like three little teaser trailers to go into this trailer. The trailers for the trailers. Um, with with Poe, Dameron running into Finn and in what looks like uh, them preparing for a battle. And they have like a little stare down. Uh, it looks a lot like Finn is going through some personal struggles throughout this entire movie. Uh, battling some demons, it looks like. You know, God, even every still of this film just looks good. Like you just freeze frame it and it just looks good. Uh, it's a pretty looking film. The, it looks like there's a lot of not space battles, but atmosphere battles like they're they're mm-hmm. x-wings and and tie fighters fighting like right on kind the surface battle right there at the end of guardians of the galaxy uh yeah yeah there you go throw and then throw some marvel in there just just for amelia totally <laughs> welcome uh and then we gotta what look is at this weird red robot thing <laughs> right a red am ro- i ahead of you <laughs> no i'm right there red robot oh. with with han leading the group uh which looks just like ray and finn and BB-8 into some kind of castle or uh, maybe a, 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 a temple of some sort. There's like flags mm-hmm. hanging all over the place, and could could possibly Luke be here? Maybe. And this could be like the new Jedi temple. And, and you see R2D2. Oh yeah, I paused it. So yeah, so yeah, oh. that's that's supposedly the only part that we see of Luke in this trailer. Hmm. Uh, his hand, but we don't know that that's Luke for sure. No, it probably is, but right. they've started. Did you see the uh, Photoshop going around that was Luke Skywalker's picture on the back of a milk carton? <laughs> said missing. <laughs> no, it found it was so funny. That's pretty good because uh, everybody's wondering why you're not seeing Luke in the trailer. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll do a little theorizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get to see a battle which looks like the same area where Luke is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like the same planet. Uh, it's dark and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and then we see uh, a very distraught Ray and our, you know, our favorite Wookiee and Han Solo and Finn are kind of look like they're being, I don't know, at gunpoint. That's you know they're they're giving themselves up. It looks like it looks like Chewbacca's yep. wearing some kind of band around his shoulder or his arm. Uh, maybe I'm trying to get up to that point. I've seen a. I'm kind of a little bit behind looking at. <clears throat> I've been going. Yeah, like some kind, of, like a bandage. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Could be. I'm looking at a picture of Captain Phasma right now. So. Oh, yes, Captain Phasma, another strong female character, right, Amelia? I would say yeah. a, a, an evil female character, though. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's all good, I guess. Uh, an officer in the First Order, a very prominent officer, it looks like. Uh, and it looks like BB-8's going to be flying with an X-Wing, probably with Poe. Oh, he's an astromech droid. Looks like it, yeah. Sweet. So we'll get to hear more twitching and beeping from another robot. Um, not much whistling, I don't think. But uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That was impressive, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was impressive. Can you do a Chewbacca girl? Don't do it. Don't do it. You're, you're going you're to scare your cat. I probably can't. You're going to scare your cat again. Oh, that would be awful. Um, I'm bleeding over here. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
<clears throat> okay. Uh, yes, fierce battles. Looks like wow, a lot of lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. a lot of action, which is very exciting. And then we get. I would hope so. The word war is right there in the title. Well, if we if we go by the prequels, <laughs> there wasn't much action. Uh, a nice moment. <clears throat> a nice moment with Han and Leia. It looks like something very sad has happened, mm-hmm. or about to. Yep. One or the other. And then we get <clears throat> Finn lighting up the lightsaber, the very blue lightsaber in the snow. Awesome scene. Looks very cool. And it looks like Kylo Ren without his helmet. Totally. Adam Driver's <laughs> hair flowing in the snow. And uh, I think that's it. That totally looks like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. The blue one? Yep. It's got the same bottom if you freeze frame and look right at it. Well, I don't, the same I don't want hilts going on. Yeah, I don't want to get into spoilers because one, I don't read them for this movie. I don't know if either of you do. Um, oh, well, I haven't read them. I'm guessing just by looking. Yeah, I, no, I know, I know. Yeah, just by looking at the prop, it totally looks like Luke Skywalker's. There's been Twitter theories about what happens with Luke and why why Finn is on Jakku or whatever, you mm. know, that kind of stuff. But it doesn't look like that's happening. It could still possibly, but anyway. Uh, so why why isn't Luke in this trailer or really the last trailer other than his voice? Any ideas? Well, so I I and this is just me. I think it's I think it's marketing. Uh, it's, I yeah. think Disney wants us having this conversation because everybody keeps coming up to me going, "Oh my God, where is Luke?" And my response <laughs> is always just they they want us to ask questions. They want us panicking because when geeks panic, we talk constant (laughs) right they want those things continuing to trend like i and i am not one of those people who is like oh the mouse is evil no i love disney with all of my heart but disney is also really 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 smart and i think it is solely a marketing play yeah i just think it's important to save luke for the movie i mean what happened to luke is the big deal what happened to luke is i mean star wars is sort of his story at least the original trilogy and this is a continuation in small part but you know not in main part this is a continuation of luke skywalker's story and um no matter what anybody thinks uh we've had a lot of trailers that give a lot of stuff away up front in recent past so um, this is just really good marketing in terms of not putting it all on front street before you go to the movie. I don't want to see where I'm, I'm still mad. I saw that leaked picture of Mark Hamill on set. Really mad. <laughs> uh, oh, right, right. I was trying to figure out what you're talking about, but yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, <clears throat> I like, <laughs> I like throwing out theories that are not going to happen. Like, is Luke dead? Is that the first thing we see in the movie is Luke dying? That that whole like interaction we see on the planet with all the stormtroopers and everything, and is that where Luke dies? But um, I don't think they would go that route so quickly, especially since no. he's the last Jedi mm-hmm. who's going to train Finn, uh, mm-hmm. the ghost of Yoda again. Cause we can't do that again. Somebody's <laughs> got to be the master. <laughs> That's right. Uh, did I, saw, I thought I saw a rumor too that Hayden Christensen was gonna come back? Please uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, he's done enough. 
should just I'm go. I'm telling you, Hayden Christensen <laughs> will be there, Natalie Portman, Jar Jar Banks. It'll be just a big old family reunion. How would you uh, how would you justify Natalie Portman being there? I don't know. There's lots of ghosts in Star Wars. <laughs> but they have to be dead Jedi to be a ghost. I know. Uh, some kind of hologram. She can be Jane Foster, okay? Marvel owns it all. Or not Marvel. Disney owns it all. She can be Jane Foster, and she can come through across the Rainbow Bridge, and she'll grab Mickey Mouse on her way by. <laughs> so and now, just be- now you're doing a Patton Oswalt-type story of combining all the universes. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen. It's, Disney owns it all. It's, it's going to – pretty soon they're just going to put out the Infinity mo- – the Disney Infinity movie and they're going to have Pirates of the Caribbean and Mickey and Donald and Star Wars and Spider-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy all fighting um, Galactus because they'll get Fantastic <laughs> Four. And- it's going to yeah. be – yeah, it's going to make a gajillion bajillion dollars. I was going to oh, yeah. say, you can watch that. Yeah. yeah, everyone would. Everyone would go. Everyone would. Oh, and they have. Oh, and they have Indiana Jones too. So I mean, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Yes, and then goosebumps. No, it's not. And then goosebumps. <laughs> totally. Um. All right. So, did either of you buy tickets yet for the movie? Yep. No. Nope. Did no. No. Uh, <laughs> I. I don't. Shh. I don't buy tickets for movies. I. Oh, I have right. a way. I. We yeah. know. Yeah, that's right. He gets in for free. I get in for free. Yeah. But you would have then. I would have. No, no, I probably wouldn't have. I mean, I live in Vermont. The movie theater is not going to sell out. Uh, It's good to know, I guess. They'll, they'll, they'll probably play star Wars in, let's see. There's not, there's a bunch of theater. They'll probably play it in like every theater in the multiplex and, then every theater in the other multiplex, and then in the triplex we have, they'll probably play it in one or two. I'll I'll get in. <laughs> Vermont is like the smaller Wisconsin. Oh yeah, I've heard it called there's, that before. There's not very many people here. I'll I'll totally get in just fine. I made it into. I've made it into pretty much every major movie with no problem. So. Well, there you go. Quit bragging. Um, I us, can't help it. us other people who live in big cities or whatnot uh, have to buy tickets. And earlier today, I saw that there was already six point five million dollars worth of IMAX screening tickets sold. And that's just yeah. IMAX, and that's also oh, yeah. also just the first day. Dis- Disney already has a rough <clears> idea <throat> of what this movie is making the first day, let alone and the opening weekend. They sure. know, sure, yeah, right, right, uh. Yeah, I think they're safe. They're pretty safe with their investment in this franchise. Uh, true or false, this movie makes a billion dollars in the first weekend. True. Not possible. Or not not first weekend, but... Uh, well, yeah, first weekend. Why not? Yeah, because it's just not financially possible. Movies make a billion dollars globally. Not domestically, and it doesn't open everywhere globally the first weekend. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, all I know is North America is December eighteenth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't well, know you know, like Ant Man just opened in China like a week ago, and they count for most of global box office. So we probably won't have total global box office on Star Wars until like February. Well. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I ask it just because I, I do believe it'll be the highest grossing film of all time, maybe until March. We'll see. Oh, yeah, it'll, oh, yeah, it'll break all kinds of records. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> well, I can ask this. This is just opinion-based. What's going to be bigger, this or Batman versus Superman? Oh, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying, um, boy, they'll be pretty close. They'll be pretty close. The first Star Wars movie since, what, two. Thousand something, two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand two, two thousand three, or the very first time Batman and Superman have ever appeared in a movie together. Those will be pretty close. I don't know. I'm I'm firmly on Team Star Wars here. <laughs> uh, granted, we're all going to see both of them, so correct, uh, and we're probably going to enjoy both of them. I know you are kind of <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not sold on this universe yet. I'm not. <laughs> what uh we can go off topic a little bit. What's your apprehension towards it? The reason Batman and Superman fighting works is because you've established their relationship beforehand and there is no time to do that. They are just having them fight immediately and it is feeding into the fanboys who sit there and don't read comics and just go, Batman's better than Superman or Superman's better than Batman. It's just <laughs> they're brothers. And when they go to war, it works because they're brothers. It's more heartfelt because they're brothers. It matters more because they're brothers. And there's none of that here. It is just, I don't trust you. You don't trust me. And now we're going to have a war. And I, wow. All right. That's fair. I think that's more than fair. I, I, I grew up with DC. Batman has been my favorite hero since I was five. I am, I have a lot of strong emotions about the direction that they're taking with this film. And with that being said, I want every single thing that I have said negative about it to be wrong. I sure. want to be wrong. Right. So right. because like he said, I have been waiting since I was a small, small child to have a live action Batman and Superman movie. When they announced this movie, I ran around screaming. <laughs> like I flipped out, lost my mind. And then they announced that there was verses in the title and I immediately went, no. <laughs> so you had your extreme high and low at the same time. I did. I did. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be wrong. I really, really, really want to be wrong. Are you happy with Ben Affleck? I have come around on Ben Affleck. Okay. When they first announced him, I was not happy. And it wasn't because of his looks. It's just that I'm not a giant Ben Affleck fan. And I didn't really think that he deserved the cowl. But I have really, really come around on that. Like, that's, that is a situation where I was wrong and I didn't have all my facts and like going in with more knowledge now and seeing some of the trailers, like the trailer when the little girl runs to him and he's just watching Wayne enterprises fall and the look on his face and him protecting her. That scene just was wonderful. It's Batman. It was Batman. Yeah. I I felt that too. Uh, What do you, how do you feel about what we've seen and heard so far of suicide squad? Um, so I, Suicide Squad of all of the DC lineup has been what I am most excited about. 
Um, my problems with Suicide Squad have nothing to do with Suicide Squad itself and like everything to do with them taking characters out of Arrow for Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But these are like mostly the original roster. Mostly. Yes. Mostly. Yes. So like I have, I have, I, I think Will Smith is going to do a tremendous job. Uh, I think Jared Leto is also going to do, I, I think the whole cast is going to be great. Sure. Um, one thing I don't necessarily love is like going in, even with this trailer so far out, you can already look at the lineup and go, you're cannon fodder, you're cannon fodder, you're cannon fodder. <laughs> right. Cannon um, but that's, that's my only complaint about the movie itself. Like okay. any, any rage I have over Suicide Squad is that DC refuses to have multiple characters in multiple universes and like the getting rid of Deadshot in Arrow was just such a huge, infuriating, okay. racing mistake. And now I see what you're saying. Okay. That's, that's where any negativity for Suicide Squad comes from. I'm actually pretty excited for the movie. Right, right. And having, like, they had plans to have Harley in Arrow, and then they had to scrap that. Yeah, and DC is so, DC is so short-sighted. And it's growing up with DC, like, I, I, I help run a website called The Marvel Report. I have a deep love for Marvel, but I grew up DC. I didn't get into Marvel until, you know, later on in life. So, I mean, these, these, this franchise is one that I love very dearly and I keep watching them make these choices and I'm just like, would you stop? <laughs> you, you, it's, it's okay to pull a couple leaves out of Disney's book. Like that's, it's fine. You know why it's fine? Because it's working. Right. But yeah, well, that's a different long conversation for another day. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We did go off topic quite a bit, but that's okay. Uh, it was it was worth it. Uh, did you guys see John Boyega and Daisy Ridley's reaction to the Star Wars trailer? Uh, no. What was that? Am- I mean, she's adorable. Yeah, she was crying like she. <laughs> uh, I thought that was great, and then and then John Boyega just freaked out. Like it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was when he saw himself holding the lightsaber. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, who wouldn't? Right. Exactly. Totally. Totally. Um, trying to think here. Uh, okay. What What are you hoping to see in this movie or in the new trilogy? What aspect are you hoping to see them do or create or carry over from the original trilogy? I'll I'll start with you, Matt, since you had the long sigh. Um. I don't really. I, I want everything to be new. I want to see more of the Star Wars universe. I want to know more about these new characters. I I don't want them to lean on Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher. I hope they don't appear in any other movies. To be honest, um, oh wow! Not because I don't love them, but because I don't think they should be the crutch of the films going forward. Um, you kind of see this as them handing it off. Yeah, I do, and I mean, maybe I'd like to go back to some familiar places, like I don't know, maybe see. Cloud City, maybe end up seeing Lando Calrissian because we haven't heard anything about Lando Calrissian. Um, maybe see 
I don't know. Going back to planets is weird because they theme out planets and they already have like a, a sand planet. So what do we need to go back to Tatooine for? And they look like they might already have an ice planet. So we don't need to go back to Hoth. So um, I don't know. Maybe some more huts. It'd be fun <laughs> to see that huts still have some kind of small influence in the galaxy. On the outer rim. Yeah, somewhere along the outer rim. Uh, if you know, there's a bright center to the universe on the planets that they're farthest from, uh, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm just excited to see new, exciting things out of the Star Wars universe. New aliens, new robots, new places, new people. Um, maybe a planet that doesn't have a theme. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I suppose you're right. Uh, they all have themes, like... Mm-hmm. Ice planet, water planet, swamp planet. Yeah, uh, the Twilight planet. By everything you read in Star Wars um, mythology, is supposed to be really cool because it has a rotation where one half it's always daytime and one half it's always nighttime. And so on the always nighttime side, they have like iridescent plants and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Like Avatar. I guess I never saw Avatar. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, what about you, Amelia? Um, so a, a couple things that I want going forward. Um, I would really like them to see some of, I would really like them to employ some of the same formulas that Jurassic World did. And while Jurassic World didn't have the most like spectacular story, because, I mean, come on, we're here for the dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> like, it, it still had... Uh, it still had all of those ties. Like, like I had mentioned, I'm really nostalgia driven. So even though we only had the one character that was in the original movies, we still had all of these ties to bring us home, to remind us that, you know, this is, this is Jurassic Park. This is Isla Nublar. So I, I, I'd really like to see the, the ties into the original trilogy. And like, even, even, even though they were bad, you know, some shout outs to the prequels, just little nods and Easter eggs, like all throughout the movie that bring us back to, even though this is new and we're continuing the story, it's still the same story. Like this is still home. The other thing that I would really love to see, and it's something that they're doing already, is to really work on their female characters. As much as I love Leia, she is not the the best of of female characters. She she continues and she grows, which is great, but she's pretty one dimensional in in the first Star Wars, which is going to get me all of the Twitter hate I can feel it <laughs> now, um, which is fine. Um, but like that was that was a big reason that you know Mara Jade was so important. Um, is she she brought in that there were layers to the character. It wasn't just she's she's a Jedi, she's a Sith, she's light, she's dark. It's there's complications and there's layers and there's there's factors. Like I don't I don't like the the female characters that just go in and punch things. Like give me dimensions. Don't give me just strength. That's not what I'm looking for. So, like, I'm really interested to see where they're going to take Ray. I'm really interested to see where they're going to take Captain Phasma, even though I'm certain I'm going to hate her face. <laughs> uh, so I really, I really want to see those, 
the, the layering to all the characters, not just the women. And I'm really excited to see C-3PO again and, and R2 and just the continuation of their story. <clears throat> Do you think, okay, because C-3PO and R2-D2 have been in all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to see them after seven? Like, like, or is it going to be like Matt saying, and it's going to be like a handoff where the classic characters are no longer in the series, maybe for eight and nine be really disappointed if that happened like I, I i don't want it to focus on them but i don't want them to be completely gone i think we're you know if i'm being honest we're gonna lose at least one of them uh as yeah. far as character wise not not in the real world i don't want to say anything like Han that solo <laughs> is that because yeah. he's getting his own solo film or you just think no i think it's just because harrison ford hates being han solo <clears throat> does he has he said that yes yeah he he didn't even want to do Return of... He does not like being Han Solo. <laughs> That's fair. And Spielberg has been joking about doing another Indiana Jones, so... He, yeah. Uh, Don't do that. <laughs> hey, we can't stop them. I know. All we I'll can do... <laughs> I'm gonna get on my... I'm gonna get on my Jenny soapbox. She got on oh. it for... Um, she got on it for um, Buck Rogers or whatever the heck it was. Buck Rogers. She's gonna love it when I tell her you said that. Uh, no, it's the it's Flash Gordon. Same difference. Um, <laughs> totally getting on it and going. No, I'm going to do whatever I can to stop another Indiana Jones movie from ever happening. I would be okay with it as long as Shia LaBeouf isn't in it. Like, yeah, he needs to go away. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna bum you both out and go. You know what? As crazy as he is in real life, Shia LaBeouf's a fantastic actor. I liked him in the what's the the Tank movie he just did. Uh, I mean, he ripped his own tooth out to do that movie. So yeah. I mean, he's pretty dedicated. <laughs> but he also gave That's us Transformers. Dedicated and crazy. <laughs> this is true too. It's a thin line. Uh, okay, let's uh, real quick before we wrap up. I want to ask you your favorite Star Wars movie thus far, of all six. <clears throat> I'll go first to make it fair, and I'll, I'll cheat. It's Empire Strikes Back for me every time. Um, I <laughs> not just because the bad guys win, and I, I kind of like those kind of stories, but I just thought overall, thematically, drama wise, action wise, and we got the, the introduction of Lando Calrissian, so and Boba Fett. So that's that's for me, uh, Amelia. Return of the Jedi, original Return of the Jedi, <laughs> not none of this remastered Special. crap. <laughs> took away Yub Nub. <laughs> that's right. Oh man, I, I'll admit I had a wicked stuffed animal when I was a kid. <laughs> All right, Matt. Um, well, you see, guys, I think my actual favorite is um, The Phantom Menace because it shows the uh, intricacies of intergalactic trade problems. <laughs> so, uh, no. Um, it's more real, yeah. Boy, uh, oh, that's a real toss-up um, between Empire and Jedi. Um, Empire, I guess. Empire does have a very strong story, and it doesn't have Ewoks. So Ewoks, so Ewoks are the reason you don't like Jedi, and is Ewoks the reason why you love Jedi? I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for the good guys coming in from nowhere and okay. just managing to beat out the bad guys. Like I'm stereotypical like that, and I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> and I also, I, I, I wasn't. 
Ewoks. I guess at the end, I'm also, I mean, I, I like it, but I don't like it. The, the, the sort of redemption of Darth Vader. I'm not always the biggest fan of bad guys turning into good guys at the end. Sometimes bad guys are just bad guys. And you set up Darth Vader as this amazing bad guy right <laughs> up until the last minute. But, I mean, I'm okay with it. It's the way it is, and people will always argue me on it. But Yeah, I mean, the point of that is it's the it's the saga of Anakin Skywalker, I guess, is what yeah. you're supposed to look at all six movies. Yeah. And yeah. So you I don't know. At- sometimes I'm... Sometimes I'm all for it, and sometimes I'm not. Depends on my mood, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to make you choose your favorite of the prequels. Me? Uh, all of us, but I'll start with you. Revenge of the Sith. Why? <clears throat> it's just the the best one. It has the best story. It has... Oh man, I haven't seen any of them in a while, but to my knowledge or to my to my memory, it has the most competent dialogue. Um it's got the best action scenes. It's just all around the most competent of those pictures. <laughs> uh and that was 2005. We said like 2003, so it's been 10 years since our last Oh wow, it's probably been 9 years since I've seen it then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Amelia, your favorite prequel movie? Okay, we're going to continue on the internet hating me trend. Uh, oh, no. I, I actually really, not really enjoyed, I of the prequels, I liked The Phantom Menace the best. Um, I can't tell you the name of the kid that plays Anakin, but I love him infinitely more than I could ever love Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I hated him. Like, it's not, it's, he just, he brought nothing to the character, and it's, it's not just him. It was writing. It was directing. But, like, as soon as we moved into the next movies, like, and Hayden Christensen got brought on board, I couldn't deal with any of it. And, like, there there are people who are like, the kid said yippee. Well, yeah, the kid said yippee. <laughs> he's, like, nine years old. And you know what? He's going to go be a Jedi, okay? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the nine-year-old saying yippee. Um, Phantom Menace. All right. Uh, okay, uh, Jake Lloyd played Anna, young Anakin. Mm-hmm. Well, he did better than Hayden Christensen. <laughs> uh, I gotta agree with with Matt. For me, the best was the third one, I, just because I've always wanted to see the Obi Wan Anakin fight. <clears throat> and that there, was great. there it was. There was a lot of emotion. I mean, it's Ewan McGregor. I, I love Ewan McGregor, and I thought you know through the movies he did the best he could with what he was given. So I, I loved his emotion through the fight. And for as terrible as he is, I think he brought up Hayden Christensen in those scenes, <clears throat> but you know, his evil scowl that Hayden Christensen have is, is, is terrible. And uh, mm. the, the, the Darth Vader no at the end of the movie is <gasps> unexcusable. <laughs> no. Perfect. I love that so much. <laughs> Why? Just because it's so terrible? Because it's so stupid. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, to round it out, our Star Wars conversation, favorite Star Wars character of all time. So that can be books, video games. I don't care. Even if we haven't seen the movie yet, it can be um, whatever Andy Serkis is going to be. I move for a recess. <clears throat> <laughs> can we reconvene in like an hour <laughs> we, we cannot 
This is <laughs> lightsaber blaster to your head. You have to answer. I'll go first. Uh, it's always Han Solo for me. Just because. He's the normal dude caught up in all this stuff. All he wants is his money. And then he gets wrapped up into intergalactic war. Hmm. Because of a lady. Mm-hmm. Whatever she's hot, it's fine. What? Whatever she's hot, it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Justified. There we go. All right. And everywhere just got really mad, and they don't know why. You set you set back the women's movement for no reason. <laughs> yep. All me. Uh, all right, your turn. Me? Yeah. Uh. Mm, I don't like the question. <laughs> Uh, toss up between Mara Jade and Han Solo. Um, both for similar reasons. Um, like we, we watch or rather we read Mara Jade grows so much. And even, even when she is dark side and working for the dark side, she's still really strong with her convictions, which I dig. Um, and then Han Solo for the same reasons you said, you know, he's, he's snarky and I'm all about the snarky. Um, but on top of that snarky and on top of just wanting that money, we do watch little pieces of growth with his character. And it looks like we've seen a lot more in the 30 year span between the last time we saw him and now. Very good. All right, Matt, did you come up with one? Um, yes. Salacious crumb. (laughs) No, not really. Uh, um, <laughs> good, good pull, though. That was well done. Yes, completely. Um, uh, Luke Skywalker, because really? he's the hero, and okay. he he's not necessarily a willing hero. He kind of just happens to become a hero because things happen to him, like his aunt and uncle get killed. Um, the corpse of the, the corpse of Uncle Owen is probably my second favorite character. Uh, no, um, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. No, uh, and Luke is just a, a very average. Far- Maybe it's because I kind of like the idea of he's an average person who becomes something amazing. He just goes from being a farm boy in a backwoods planet not even he's just the nephew of a moisture farmer this is true so yeah i i just really like that it's kind of the the dream you know yeah his story is fun because he really doesn't have an identity up until Mm -hmm. this stuff starts happening to him yeah and he and not only that he doesn't he doesn't get a complex about it he's not cocky about it he's like well this is who I am and this is what I have to kind of for the same reason I like Spider-Man, I guess he's like, well, this is who I am now. And I have this ability and I have to do the right thing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. Great. Whoopee. <laughs> you and I are going to disagree about Spider-Man forever, Matt. Yes, we are. Spider-Man. Who doesn't like Spider-Man? Yeah. Dave. Dave yeah. does not like right. Spider-Man. I don't hate Spider-Man, but I just find him pretty boring. I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> I have <laughs> no You rendered me speechless. Guys, my third favorite character, the Rancor Keeper. I feel so bad for him when he goes in and he's crying and it's like all... He's oh, he's like, 
full on yeah. weeping. Yeah, I feel real bad for that guy. Third favorite character. <laughs> I'm gonna look up if he has a name. Um, but okay. he at least survives. I don't think he was on the the, the cruiser that goes down. Yeah, honorable mention to Size Noodles, by the way. Total, <laughs> total honorable mention. Could have made third favorite character. Didn't do any crying though, so kind of got bumped. Do you want to explain who that is to anybody that's listening that doesn't know? <laughs> Size Noodles is the leader of the band in Jabba's <laughs> Palace. He's the little blue elephant-looking dude who covers his eyes when stuff starts to go down. Poor, poor innocent guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know way more than I thought I did. Oh man, you're not not Bib Fortuna. You're not you're not a big Bib Fortuna fan. No, but um, RD84, the droid that <laughs> blows his bat, the the one that blows his mo. I think that's him. RD84. I could be <clears> wrong. <throat> blows his motivator. Fifth favorite character, just below size noodles. Um, your favorite characters could be and, the the two and lazy- just above Tuscan Raider number two. What about two lazy Death Star engineers, or not Death Star, but uh, uh, Starship and engineers who don't shoot the the stray escape pod containing C three PO and R two D two? Um, they're just below Porkins because below. because seriously, I doubt it costs them money <laughs> to fire one blaster. <laughs> just just cover your you know do your job, guys. And also, then, huge, huge shout out to the guy that has to stand right next to the giant world destroying laser as it shoots out of that tube and somehow not get destroyed by standing right next to it. With no railing. Yep, totally. No railing. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find that dude's name, but I'm sure. I don't he, think he has I, one. I'm sure his character, oh, he has to have one. That's true. He probably has an action figure. I bet he does. It probably came. He probably came with the Rancor action figure. He probably did. Uh, you know what? I'm googling it. I don't even care if I'm. <laughs> this is terrible podcasting, but that's all right. I'll keep pulling uh, as many deep names as I can. Oh, he does have a name. It is Malakili. Yes, <laughs> Malakili. No, that's a human. That's, that's a wh- human. That's a human. Read Wait. the description of it. That's the guy. Yep. That, that's who he's talking Rancor. about. The, yeah, Rancor, the Rancor trainer. The big- the big fat dude with no shirt oh, who's crying when Rancor dies. Yeah, he was a dude. He was a, a sad, sad, large man. <laughs> Corpse of Aunt Beru, way down there. Probably 10th favorite character. Corpse. Corpse of Uncle Owen was way better in that movie than Corpse of Aunt Beru. Just had to say. Oh, man, this guy, the guy, the actor that played him has his own Wikipedia. He's in a ton of stuff. <laughs> uh, Well... We've we've gone down a crazy rabbit hole here, uh, and I we have to let Amelia go because she wants to watch the Flash. So, yep, have fun with that. Thank you, Amelia. Very quickly, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, at browncoat underscore or. And the Geekly Planet. <laughs> uh, it'll be yeah. in our show notes, so you can find her there. And the geeklyplanet dot com, and is it just the Marvel Report dot com? Yeah. Perfect. And then Matt, Two Broke Geeks Podcast on Twitter mm-hmm. at Two BG Pod. And they are on iTunes and AtomicGeekdom.com. All right, thanks, thanks guys, you. very much for thanks. joining us. And uh, we're going to have you both on again eventually to talk more crazy stuff. Sweet. So, thanks all right. for having me. Absolutely. Awesome. See you guys. Bye. Bye.